This is Biz, and if hosting One Bad Mother for over 10 years has taught me anything, it's that parenting is hard and nobody gives a shit. So belly up to the low bar, where fine is good enough and you'll never feel alone. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, but if I fail as a cat parent, it's okay, right? Jessica House, creator of the webcomic Litterbox Comics, joins to say yes. It's okay. (laughs) Welcome, Cheska. Hi. Hi. I think I I had a cat just meow right on time there. I'm not really a cat, but. (laughs) (laughs) For anybody who is not already following Cheska and Litterbox Comics, she was born in London, England in the early 80s and was always the, quote, cartoonist at school and went to university for animation. She married Jay, a.k.a. Ghost House, in 2009, and they moved to Austin, Texas. (laughs) That is a journey. (laughs) After becoming a mom to two boys, Cheska wanted to do something that combined cartoons with her newfound parenting knowledge, and in 2018, she struck upon the idea of starting Litterbox Comics, a webcomic based on her family, but Everyone is animals because she hates drawing people. I can't draw anything except the exact same deserted island with one little person sitting under a palm tree, which my husband says is very telling. (laughs) I am so glad to have you here. And I know Gabe is as well. Big, big fan. Who lives in your house? Give me more. Give me more than just the bio. I want to know who's walking around, crawling around, could be jumping in and out of camera any minute. (laughs) Tell me. Well, unfortunately, the boys are at school, so I've yes. got a, a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. Uh, we've also got well, we've got a, a dog called uh, Space Pirate Captain Harlock, uh, Boston <laughs> Terrier. He is asleep at my feet. If you hear him snorting, it's him. I'm not farting. <laughs> he might be farting too, but they're pretty quiet. And then I've got uh, two cats, which weirdly enough, we only got at the beginning of this year. So uh, everyone's always like, what? You weren't a cat person before. <laughs> well, what are the cats' names? I, I have uh, we to... have uh, Fiasco and Finito. It's a big F family we've got yeah, going we, on it... here. It was a bad idea. It sounded good on paper, and then when one of them's doing something, you're like, feet, the the, the other one. (laughs) Well, just call them your children's names, because that's what I do. I call my children the cat's names. We have three of them, and uh, they're all the same, in my opinion now. All things that are shorter than me in this house are all one and the same. Just makes it a lot easier. So nine and six... I'll just start with this question, and that is, how are you doing? How are you? Are you okay? All right. I mean, it's a better age. The yeah. newborn age with the first one was the worst place for me. So um, uh, anything that's not that, thanking, <laughs> thanking the gods for. So, uh, yeah, they're doing all right. There's ups and downs, but at least you can sit and watch a movie with them now. So yeah. uh, it's getting a bit more interesting. I will say the, like, shared television or movie interest is a game changer Mm. when you are stressed the fuck out as a parent (laughs) you know i'm like you want to sit around and watch teen titans go all day i'm in i'm in i love it you want to do the harry potter movies okay okay you know you want to do well actually sadly 
neither ones are very into superheroes or don't think they are until I convince them yeah. to Superheroes watch it. hard because they, they think they're for babies because they've marketed yeah. all that party stuff for kids. So oh, they're like, oh, that's point. baby stuff. It's like, no, it's not. No. There's so much. <laughs> I know. Just forgive DC for a little while, but they're getting back on track with James Gunn. I promise. <laughs> so I guess I want to start by asking, you've been the cartoonist all your life for the most part. You went to school. What were you drawing and writing before kids and Besides the subject matter of kids, hmm. how did your comics change after kids? You know, how you approached them, what you thought. Yeah, I didn't really do, well, I did comics when I was at school. Yeah. Um, and then I just, I didn't really do them for a long time. And then I, for a while I did, uh, I had a company called Cartoonize My Pet. So I, I basically I wanted, I like the idea of drawing people's pets, but I don't like working with people. So I did a whole <laughs> website where I, it was like a character creator for pets. And so you design your pet and then you could buy it on mugs and you wouldn't have to talk to me at all. So that was my sort of thing for a few years. And then had kids and it was getting boring doing the pets because it was just, you know, you draw the pet, but then you'd have to draw the colors and all the things they're wearing. And it was very dull. <laughs> I got lucky and someone came along and actually bought it from me. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll sell yeah. that. And then what am I going to do now? Didn't really draw that much for a while. And then I kind of got into, do you know Inktober? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Inktober. Like my, I only know it because of my teen. Okay. They are a drawer, animator, Nice. Know. And so they very much into the Inktober and then, you know, there's more monthly challenges yeah. from what I have learned. But yes. Okay. So, but for anybody who doesn't know, please explain Inktober. Uh, Inktober is like a drawing challenge. I think it's by a guy called Jake Parker initially. So you get a prompt a day and then you have to draw something. And his whole thing was to draw something with traditional media, like with ink. Yeah. And so one year I decided to do that. And I just, my draw, like, because I'd been rusty for so long, I hadn't really drawn much. And I just wasn't really liking what I was drawing. And I did that. And just the progress I made in that month, I mean, I didn't get all the way to the end, almost did. But it was just, it blew me away. And I was like, damn, I, I could do this. I, I should draw something. And so I was just desperately trying to think of some, like, and my drawing was better. I was desperately trying to think of something I could do with the parenting stuff. And right. Yeah. And then one day I just kind of had this eureka moment and it was box comics. <laughs> no, it's so funny. I'm always... As a person who created work for myself by wanting to talk about parenting mm. in a way that wasn't being talked about, or I just needed to be out there in a more honest way, I love talking to people who did the same thing, who were like, look, I am so, because I think, I feel like for a long time there was, you know, no one wants to hear about parenting. No one wants to hear about your kids and no one wants to hear about you. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I don't want to hear about lots of things that have to do with children, but I do <laughs> want to hear about how it is impacting me as a human being. <laughs> so it's very much something I love seeing more and more and more out there. Is there, what's the reaction been? Oh, there goes the cat tail. Yeah, <laughs> What has the reaction been to the webcomic series and to the book? And what's your own reaction to it now that you've been doing it a little while? 
it's all a bit weird because I don't know when you do something online it's yeah. sort of you're doing it but it also doesn't quite feel real at the same time right <laughs> um so you know I've got all these sort of people talking to me and it's just I don't know, it feels like you're playing a computer game but then suddenly <laughs> sometimes you think oh god this is, this is real <laughs> it's right actually a real thing but yeah the people online have been great because I, I went into it thinking it was going to be you know for for mums, that was yeah. the main kind of thing. I and mean, hopefully dads as well. I just really wanted something to be out there that was like, you know, because I had such a hard time at the beginning. And yeah. I just needed to know I wasn't alone and to laugh about it because that's just how I, my coping mechanism. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I put it out there for those, you know, for mums and dads to just feel better about themselves and have a laugh but I've had so many people that aren't mums and dads that like it and it's been very surprising it's uh, really great no but I I agree yeah I remember finding out the time that like for a while our largest listenership was like 18 to 35 year old men and I was like fascinating but I think (laughs) it just goes to show you that this stuff is again it shouldn't be relegated Mm. to one a group it's because these comics are so funny. I actually have like three kind of favorites that make me feel like you might have been sitting in my <laughs> house. One is focusing on the mother. I'm just going to say you. We're running late. You put on your shoes. And like every panel is the opposite of that child putting on their shoes. And like it's the questions and the, what, have I lost a toe? Where are, and you're like, oh my God, just put on. You know, it wants to end with just put on your goddamn shoes. I am going to lose my mind. But it, it is so spot on. Is there... Have you ever like written one, drawn one, and been like, oh my God, can I, if I could just share this one over and over and over and over again, uh, that really just was like, oh, I'm so glad I did this one. So everyone <laughs> one that's just like your favorite. I mean, I've got a lot of there's different favorites for different yeah. reasons. But yeah. yeah, that shoes one is definitely, that resonates. Like there's sort of ones that hit different people. There's yeah. ones that like the cat ones there's people that like the like relatable mum ones yeah so it's sort of uh you know it's always interesting I it's hard I do these reposts every like oh, week yeah. you know I repost a couple of, of comics every week for people who kind of just joined and stuff and there's definitely ones where I sort of think oh this one's gonna do well and so it's hard because then you just <laughs> you just want to repost those ones and not like the you know the ones that are a little bit more cult classics that yeah. don't really uh, like hit with everyone but uh yeah this uh I don't know I'm trying to think of any specific ones ah mine's gone blank on that no but. that's okay it was, it's a big question that is hard to answer at times I 100% get it but one of the other ones that I liked so much and we're not going to go through every comic everybody I'm going to look at the book we're going to link you up you see it but I just want to give you a taste of the tone your oldest comes to you and says, was I a cute baby? And you were like, you are the most beautiful, you know, cute baby ever. And you have this image in your mind of this like adorable, beautiful baby. And then you pull it up on your phone, like on Facebook or something. And it's an ugly baby. And <laughs> you're like, oh my God, the hormones and the like postpartum. Because, and this, <laughs> Stefan and I were like, we need to submit our child's picture to like 
baby modeling. That is what we need to do. And then I recently like had one of those memories come up on Facebook and I was like, whoa, wow, that was, ooh, that was, I mean, they grew into it. Well, that's good. But like, ooh, no, no wonder I didn't hear back. And I, and I think what's, what I love about your work is that it's got that like very honest humor. It's not at all a dig at the child, but like parents aren't supposed to be like, my baby was an ugly baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, and you're not even saying that your baby was an ugly baby. This is like a picture or whatever, but it's true. Our minds get so messed up with hormones and just the sleep deprivation or the excitement. Whichever team you fall into. <laughs> I'm like you, not a baby person. That was not my happy place. Mm-mm. I like it so much better now that they are older. Now that they are older, how aware are they that you do this? Uh, they're, uh, they've sort of always known, which is yeah. weird because they sort of know that they're a little bit sort of celebrity status online, which is, yeah. you know, because I'll say something and I'll just sort of tweet it or something. Yeah. And, and <laughs> like, I'll be like, oh, you had like, you know, thousands of responses. And they're just like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, of no, course. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just expect it. Like, this isn't normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> not... <laughs> is there anything that like, from working on this, like I know for me, having done this show for a million years, I actually have gotten much better at forgiving myself and giving myself some grace for the daily fails, for the ever never ending or the suppressed mom rage or the <laughs> days that I just really think I, I, I'm not sure these were the right choices. <laughs> that I made and and that helps when I'm in those moments has making these comics have you found like that they have impacted you as as a person not just as a parent oh yeah for sure like that that's it Annoying. I was. This is going to be my my win for later for the. Yeah. Uh... Oh. <laughs> it's okay. We can do repeats. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, like when the shit's going down, I'm kind of yeah. There's always that little voice in the back of my head going, oh, "But this could be a good comic." Yeah. That definitely like takes the edge <laughs> off a little bit. You know, they're kind of driving me insane. I'm just desperately trying to write it down on my phone. Exactly what awful thing they just said. <laughs> but you feel that people do find. Do you feel less alone now that these are out there? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's delightful as well being able to put one together where it's like, you know, this feels like a, a me thing. There's one where it's uh, it's like a hormonal one. Yeah. Um, it's one where uh, like Fran comes in, like bursts in on Joel and it's like, I'm having one of my days. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, this actually did happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And uh, he, his solution is like, you know, she's like, why aren't you saying anything? And he's yeah. like, uh, you know, I'm just trying to think what to cook to make this bet like go away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like that did happen. And I just, like, you know, I sort of thought, this, yeah, what's a calm down? And he made me something to eat. <laughs> then um, I thought this would actually be a really good comic. But it was quite nerve wracking putting something like that out there because he's like, you know, if someone reads it the wrong way, you know, the internet could be internet-y. And so I put it out there and just so many people liked it. And I was just like, oh, that's, that's nice. No, it <laughs> is nice. nice. I think, 
it's easy. I mean, like, that's another bad, you know, uh, internet television movie trope that, you know, husbands or dads or whatever, dumb old dads and self-involved husbands and everybody's a man baby. I don't have room for one more baby in my And I'm like, I didn't marry a man baby. My partner is great. And I, I, I think it's a very easy thing to fall into as a creator to kind of lean into that trope, lean into mm. that joke which is just as dangerous as leaning into, you know, anti-feminine sentiment. You know, mm. like, you know, moms are lame. We clearly aren't lame. <laughs> yeah, that's a big thing I, I'd really try to do. Like, I, I hate that dummy dad. Like, yeah. dads are dumb, like, uh, fun but dumb, and moms yeah. are... <laughs> Mums are boring, but they're right. It's like, no, everyone, I, I could be an idiot. It's, yeah. <laughs> we're all allowed to be idiots. Well, um, some, of my and, favorite, yeah. some of my favorites are like where your kid, your oldest is like getting in trouble, like at school, but, you know, your son said penis today in school, <laughs> yelled out penis, but, to, you know, and the mom's like, <gasps> and he's like, but to be fair, the kids were making a sculpture that really did look like a penis. And the mom's like, you know, gives the wink to her kid, the sly high five. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's such a great little moment captured there. Because we're kind of the same. I mean, we're a big fart family. We're a big, like, you know, uh, things that are like, uh, maybe don't, maybe don't like bring your A material to fourth grade today. Save it. <laughs> Save it for Christmas and the family. But I love those moments. To me, it's like a love letter to your kids in the future. Hmm. But I say that trying to make myself feel that way about this. (laughs) When I think there are times they're going to be like, did you just hate me? And I'm going to be like, no, I love you. You're my perfect friend. I see it as like teaching them to have a good sense of humor about themselves, which is very important, I feel. (laughs) I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that's a good... Was there anything out there that you found helpful when you were becoming a parent? Because I know back when I had mine, there were, it was just like blogs and that was it. And there were some that I really found helpful and supportive of how miserable I felt I was doing. What helped you? It's actually your your uh, community on Facebook, funnily enough. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. one it bad was, mother community. Yeah, it was. You know, it was me and my husband, and we were just like freaking out, like this is awful. What if we just take yeah. a giant giant shit on our lives? Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> And, you know, nothing was helping online and everyone's just like, oh, enjoy it. Oh, my God. And then a friend who had also, I think she'd just become a mum as well. And she invited us to that group, like invited our little circle of mums to that, your group. And I didn't know anything about it, but I got in there and it was like, these mums are swearing. And I was like, this is my people. It's going to be okay. (laughs) You were... You are going to be okay. You are doing a good job. We yeah, don't have to give you. You're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. I was like, oh, I need this. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that really did. Uh, that was a light in the darkness. <laughs> oh, that was very kind. And I am, I, I want to emphasize what a light in the darkness your work is for so many others. 
So as they get older, I know I kind of asked this, but as they get older, do you think it will impact what, because you know, the teen years, I got a teen in the house and it's hilarious. Not just, are they hilarious? All of their (laughs) friends are very teeny and I love (laughs) teens. I like messing with teens. Hmm. I like, like being that mom around teens. Like, I think I'm pretty cool, but I'm not. (laughs) Uh, like intentionally like quoting things that they can never get i mean are there things you're like kind of looking forward to now that you're now that you're making these and you're like oh they're getting older like ooh, i can't wait to make like to kind of tackle this interesting i i just i honestly just assumed when we when we hit the teen years they just shut down and then you yeah. don't really talk to them is that not what happens do they actually <laughs> depends talk? on your kid depends okay. on your kid yeah i was bracing that... myself for that so i've been kind of planning to just simpson it with the comic yeah. and just kind of keep them the same age and <laughs> oh, like, very good just sort of i don't know kind of come up because they're kind of they're they're based on us but i kind of consider yeah. them their own characters so i feel like i could keep going with come coming generating ideas for them <laughs> But that's interesting. If there is a possibility of them actually being funny when they're teenagers, then I might have. Right now, I've got a kind of occasionally I'll, I'll jump back. So I'll have Vincent yeah. as like a baby or I want to start doing ones where they're like pre-kids as well. And so, I mean, it's possible that one day I could do a, if they're funny, if they give me enough good material <laughs> as teens. And they allow, that's the other trouble with teens. They, they might be you. like, you're not allowed to do that. So, damn it. <laughs> but if they give me something good, then I could maybe do it. <laughs> jump forward to or present or but yeah i think it's it's less that they're good it's more that like the super fast hormonal like mood change Mm. and that like suddenly there'll be a stomping away and like great upsetness over something that is not even a thing like good morning (laughs) right like and it's just me and stefan looking at each other trying not to burst out into mm. complete laughter. Like my poor, poor Stefan with Ellis, like he'll walk in, like Stefan will come in like dancing, like good morning. And he's like, stop it. You've ruined my day. <laughs> so, Sorry. You know, like he bounces back out. You're like, what are you supposed to do with this? Oh, you know? shit, that, that just sounds like my six-year-old, nine-year-old yeah. already. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that actually is my nine-year-old. The older one's just like, yeah. I think we, I think just if you're wondering if you can be as weird as you can around your kids, that, yep, got that. they might grow up to be reasonable teens who are also mm. weird. That has been our approach. Yep. And so far, so good. <laughs> Though uh, the door is being closed more and more often these days. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, we braved letting them go and have a... I'm trying to let get your hands off the reins a little bit and so oh, a, a little a little nine-year-old friend from the neighborhood came around and asked if they could go out and play and I was just like uh, okay. <laughs> so we just let them like go around the sort of corner yeah. and like one of them's got a little like watch thing so I can see I was like where are you <laughs> <laughs> like a message him to call him in and stuff but I like I braved it yesterday and uh, they went around there and then apparently they met sixth graders they were all like sixth, like they was and I'm just thinking I like had to look it up because I don't know the American grade system I was like yeah. oh my god they're like 11 and 12 year olds yeah. like, what an idiot I was at 11 and 12 and they seemed to <laughs> Think they're like you know 
adults or something. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they were like, oh, we, we have to, uh, what was it? His, his friend told him that he had to be quite mature with the, yeah. the sixth graders. No, no poo jokes or chicken jokes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sixth grader is really too mature for this. Yeah, 100%. What? That's hilarious. <laughs> No, but I love good job letting him out of the house. That's hard. It is hard. It's the turning the corner where you lose the sight of them. Even yeah. though we take them to school and we lose sight of them, right? It's very different than, I don't know why, than being at your house and then just wandering out of sight around the corner. That is, mm. it is, it's unnerving. Good <laughs> job speaking of good jobs i would love to have you stick around and do some genius and fails with me and listen to some of our calls and uh, i just want to remind everybody though i know i will be reminding you again cheska's newest book that is out is called parenting is weird tales from the litter box and it is a delight we will link everybody up to where you can get it because we know we're all fucking broken and haggard and a link is a lot easier right now not even going to tell you to google it we're just going (laughs) to stick it in a link and all you got to do is push it and get it this is a great one for everybody with or without kids But we'll remind you of that again. Please stick around and join Cheska and I for Genius and Fails. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Bombas. Everybody knows that I love Bombas. I love their socks. I love their t-shirts. I love their underwear. I love that they donate one of each for every item purchased to homeless shelters because shirts, socks, and underwear are the number one things needed. I have been using Bombas since the kids were little because their kid socks have the little grippy bottoms that are great as kids are learning how to walk as well as just running around the house. I too enjoy a grippy bottom. Go to bombas.com slash badmother and use code badmother for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Dan McCoy. I'm Stuart Wellington. I'm Elliot Kalen. And together we are The Flophouse, a long-running podcast on the Maximum Fun Network where we watch a bad movie and then talk about it. And because we're so long-running, maybe you haven't given us a chance. I get it, but you don't actually have to know anything about previous episodes to enjoy us, and I promise you that if you find our voices irritating, we grow endearing over time. Perhaps you listened to one of our old episodes and decided that we were dumb and immature. Well, we've been doing this a while now. We have become smarter and more mature, and generally nicer to Dan. But we are only human, so no promises. Find the Flophouse on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Cheska, we're back! it's, It's genius fail time. I will set the bar. And guys, I don't think my bar, every time I think my bar has gone low, I think 
it can't get lower. <laughs> and that's wrong. I, I have found that like the barest minimum counts as a genius <laughs> these days. But doing nothing is actually my genius. So as I have shared, we are in the process of having some work construction done on the house. Uh, we cannot live in our house. And so we have been sort of rental jumping and we, yeah, no, it's not fun. <laughs> and we are in what is hopefully our last rental house. And we have spent the last three days moving. And it has broken me because we've done this multiple, th I feel like my whole two years has been moving my parents out here, closing down their house, moving my father after my mom passed, like moving, like now we're moving out of the house and now we're moving into a rental and now we're moving again. And I am so broken and I have not unpacked a motherfucking thing, nothing, everything outside of like my bottle of wine, outside <laughs> of my favorite potato chips and the hot sauce. Not that those any of those go together, but I want to know where they are. The coffee machine. And that's really it. Everything else is in piles or boxes. I honestly don't know where anything is, and I don't really care. And today, I was supposed to go do a little additional work for something school-related, and I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to honestly do a damn thing. And I feel, I feel so good about it. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I saw what you did. Oh my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh my God. That's fucking genius. How about you? Uh, well, I used that one in the, sh in the show, but uh, I've <laughs> got another one where um, it's actually ended up being a comic. There was one night when uh, my son, my oldest, had uh, he put a ball in one of his shoes <laughs> and he was running around the house saying that this thing was called Bally and that it talked to him and he was like, it talks like this. <laughs> and we were like, okay, that's weird. Go put your PJs on. And uh, he was not doing it. And I mean, this is a win for my, my husband. He came over and he took Bally and he held him up to his ear. And he was like, what's that, Bully? Do you want them to go put their PJs on? Bop, 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 bop. And, and they did it. Yes. <laughs> and we couldn't believe it. We were like, did, how did that work? And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, that was our parenting. It didn't work the next day. It no. Didn't, it didn't stick. That most <laughs> don't. Most don't, Tesco. But when they do the first and only time, it's still worth I think that's kind of part of the, like, shock and awe of geniuses. Because you can't, like, go out and be like, Hey, friends, guess what I did? This weird thing. And my kid put their shoes on because they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I don't care. And your kids should put their goddamn shoes on. And you're like, you don't understand. People have personalities. And you had one in there about serving the chicken nuggets. And your kid's like, those aren't dino nuggets. And you're like, no, they're dinosaur eggs. So, uh, so it's going to grow in my that was stomach. Quick thinking. Yeah. It's going to grow in my stomach. And you were like, you were like, Yes. <laughs> he was like, great, I'm going to eat it. You are a genius. Hi, Ben. This is Teresa. This <laughs> is a genius. So I have a very delightful young human in my house who enjoys opening up the pump soap containers and dumping out all of the liquid hand soap. But we need liquid hand soap. It's a necessary part of keeping our hands clean. We're heading into flu and cold season. 
my genius is when I got the latest container of hand soap, not only did I not invest in an expensive hand soap, I unscrewed the lid. I added super glue to the thread around the container. Then I re-screwed it. And then I finally, you know, I, I did that thing where you open it up and you can start pumping it to, like, bring the soap up. And he can't open the container anymore to dump the whole thing out at once and fill it up with water. Now, can he still make a mess by just pumping it 300 times? Yes. Can he still make a mess by pulling out all the thread in my serger and, like, tracing it through the house while I'm talking to Lefty about my genius? Yes. Can he still make a mess in 30,000 other ways? Yes. But this container of soap will not be emptied all at once. And I probably can't recycle it now, and I'm doing a horrible thing for Mother Earth, but I'm saving my sanity, and I'm going to be able to wash my hands at the downstairs sink for the next month with pumpkin-scented soap. And that's really all that matters today. You are doing a great job, Biz. I am doing a great job. We are all doing our best, and you're doing a great job. Have a great day. Bye. Oh, my God. How could I not have a great day after that? This falls <laughs> under the category of somebody has gone insane. I mean, like mad, like a madness, like an Alice in Wonderland that where you're like, you're not going to open this again. I'm going to fill this with you know, the super glue. And it's going to never, and I like that then the whole call of all like devolves into like, and all of my surgery threads been thrown out. And I think this only happened in one bathroom. How many other bathrooms do you have with soap containers that are ready? And like you said, they are going to discover how much fun pumping is rather than dumping. Pumping, not dumping. <laughs> that, that, that's a, there you go. There's another parenting podcast. I think you're a crazy genius. <laughs> Where is your MacArthur Award? Where is that? Your MacArthur Grant. That's what we need for this. I love this. I love she this. She bought herself some time. That was yeah. Anyway. She bought herself. Yeah. She bought herself two days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Failures. Fail. 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 You suck. So. I mean, obviously, my failure is I don't know where anything is, and there are boxes everywhere, and it's depressing to walk around in this house that's not ours. But instead, I did one of those, like, I'm sure this will fix everything, <laughs> fails. I, it's so broken from this latest move that, I mean, it followed COVID. I just sometimes feel like I am going to get, like, a neck cramp from all the pivoting that I need to do. And Ellis wasn't sleeping last week. Not a surprise with the move and blah, 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 blah. I'm very tired. I'm very broken and haggard. And I looked at you guys. I don't normally talk about vanity things. All right. But I'm going to so that you can see the fail. So I'm just like, oh my God, my skin, my face, it's so puffy. It's so, oh, I'm so um, like I'm having my own personal crisis, guys. Don't worry about it. But I thought, you know what I should do is I should go and I, I don't do a lot of skincare. Baby, why? <laughs> I look so tired. You know, I don't wear makeup, lotion, clean it, whatever. I need to go spend money on face and eye masks. This, this, there's no way this could like backfire on my sensitive skin. And I'm sure it's going to make me feel better. 
And so I bought a bunch of different masks. And that's not good to like just do a variety of masks like one after the other. And I haven't. But I realized, like, why do I have all this shit now in my house that's not my house? And I can't even do it all in a week. And it's not going to make me feel, it's not going to do anything physically to alter my appearance. appearance. (laughs) But I had one of those just very tired and weak, like, vain moments of this will solve everything. Jennifer Aniston's face looks great. Okay, for no reason, guys. I know, I know, I know better. Okay? So anyway, my fail is just that I know better. But I went ahead and did it anyway. And I'm sure that by next week, I'm going to look 22. And (laughs) will be confused for Taylor Swift everywhere I go. She's going gray, right? (laughs) So there you go. That is my fail. Just... Pure and simple, stupid, stupid reactions, knee-jerk reactions. There you go. <laughs> and you? <laughs> uh, actually, talking about your one, I've been trying to think up a comic on that very idea. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that whole thing where I'm like, I look up, I'm like, oh, there's a problem. Yeah. I look up a solution on Amazon. Oh, there's a thing that fixes yeah. my problem. And I yeah. buy it, and then it arrives, and then... I've got to do something with it now. Yeah. It just sits there. And I'm like, why did I do that? So I mean, I'm actually, that is very relatable. I'm going well, to do a comic Well, just put it on your face. <laughs> I mean, there's got to be a place to try things out, problem solving wise. Obviously, right your face, face is the way to go. <laughs> way to go. <laughs> All right, tell me. My fail, well, this was the older one, was ever believing that those sensory bins on Pinterest were oh. a good idea. <laughs> Yeah. How much much work was that? (laughs) I spent so long setting those things up and then probably spend more in money buying all those little like plastic shit that goes in them at like Michael's. (laughs) And then you come home, you're like, this is going to be a great idea. You fill it with rice and put all the shit in it. And then like they play with it for like a minute if you're lucky. And then you're picking rice out of like crevices in your house for seven years. It's just (laughs) a terrible idea. It is. It is. You are, you are doing, A, I love the idea of posting that on the internet and then being attacked for doing it wrong. But I really, what? You didn't use this kind of rice? This is an easier to pick up, right? Yeah, those sensory bins, I made a bunch of those and they don't do anything. All they want to do is pump your soap out of your soap container. They don't care. Uh, yeah, what a waste. You are not parenting good enough (laughs) you should have spent more money that's the lesson that's probably the lesson that's the takeaway yeah that's my takeaway you like that but just put that rice right on your face (laughs) hi my name is allison and i am calling with what i thought was going to be a genius but turned into a fail so i really thought at nine months old with the sitting and everything we've gotten to the point where she could sit in the bottom of the bathtub while I take a shower and that she would enjoy that. And not only um, did she crawl towards the faucet and essentially waterboard herself um, (laughs) during said shower, but also the baby bathtub fell off the hook and hit her on the way down. So it turned out to be a massive fail. She was fine. She cried. It was terrible. I won't do it again. But um, yeah, I tried my best. Okay. I love your show. Thanks. Bye. 
Yep, that's what you get for trying your best. How dare you think? Like, this is what I mean, though, Jessica. When are you supposed to even take a shower? I saw your comic about your kids being like, I want to give you a hug. And you're like, oh, thank you so much. But could we do better timing? Because you're sitting on the toilet. Like, it's, there's no privacy. There's this expectation. Like, what are you supposed to shower? It makes perfect sense that you did this. The fail was just thinking you, A, deserved a shower. And B, that I, 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 no, that's it. You, you, you thought you could solve this problem by being nice to yourself while parenting. And if there's anything I've learned in 14 years, that's where the fails always come from. You are <laughs> never a self. Ever. <laughs> oh, my God. I like, Just so everybody knows, Gabe was making the, like, ho faces. Like, wow. And, like, Jessica and I are sitting here hysterically laughing at your fail because we know that baby's fine. My kid is fine. Everybody's fine. The only one scarred for life is you. <laughs> Just a little bit of waterboarding. Like waterboarding. Little... It's fine. It's fine. Did she tell course. you? Did she tell you all her secrets? <laughs> Even better. Well, you're doing a horrible job trying to take a shower and carve out any time for yourself. Uh, yeah, that, that's it. That's a classic. <laughs> Jessica, thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you for putting your comics out in the world. Guys, they are so funny and honest, even though they're cats. We all know. <laughs> and I, it's just, if you get like, if you're hiding in the bathroom, it's the perfect hiding in the bathroom book for yourself. I, I swear, once I had kids, I was like, all I can read is comics. That's all I got the time for. <laughs> Give me a story in one page. That's what I want. So we will link everybody up to where you can get a hold of this, as well as where you can find her webcomics online. Thank you so much, Jessica. Oh, thank you. It's been great. <laughs> and you are doing a really good job, bud. <laughs> you too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. Co-Optober continues in celebration of National Co-op Month. I'm Kevin Ferguson, senior producer and worker-owner at Maximum Fun. I'm Marissa Flaxbart, producer, and I'm also a worker-owner at Max Fun. This week is all about community. Of course, we wouldn't be a co-op without the Max Fun community. And we love it whenever members of our audience get together. So we're having another Max Fun Meetup Day this Thursday, October 12th. And next week, we'll be hosting a panel discussion with other worker owners across the co-op community. And we are still selling our limited edition launch crew merch available to all MaxFun members. But only through the end of the month. For more info on Meetup Day and everything Co-Optober, head to MaximumFun.org slash Co-Optober. That's C-O-O-P-T-O-B-E-R. Have a great week. All right, everybody. It is time to settle down and listen to a mom have a breakdown. Ah, this is a rant. Did you know that if you are just the quote-unquote right age when you have a baby, 
that the mood disorder you experience after having a baby could either be postpartum anxiety or it could be perimenopause. I what? Yeah. I guess both. Yeah. Or it could be both. It could be both. Hey, you either just had a baby or your body is really wanting to stop having babies <laughs> or both. What am I supposed to do with that? What am I supposed to do with that? What are any of us supposed to do with that? No, no one told me. No one told me. Thank God for this show warning me about poop in the tub or this would just be, no, I'm done altogether. Ah! I, okay. So why do we have such a lack of education about what our amazing, strong, capable bodies can do. And that, why why do we have such a lack of education about when you stop feeling awesome? Yeah. Like, yeah, I grew, I was able to grow a tiny human twice. And now I'm just going to be angry forever? Oh, actually, yeah, I think someone did <laughs> warn me about that. I don't know. But this is wild. Um, I don't know what kind of job I'm doing. I hope... I know y'all are doing a great job. I hope you feel great about the job that you're doing. I just feel, I don't know how I feel. It is a sack of bananas to be sure. I feel like I have a sack of bananas. Yeah. It's a whole new sack of bananas different from the one I had. Yep. Or I thought I had. So I'm going to go figure this out. And uh, I hope you're all having a better day than this. Okay, bye. All right, you are doing an excellent job. And it is a sack of bananas. It is a sack of bananas. Can I, like, I know that you're just, like, coming out of clearly some sort of doctor's appointment where they have said to you, well, it could either be postpartum anxiety or it could be perimenopause. And and then nothing more was said. <laughs> time I go to mine they're like it's perimenopause I'm like could you just like I don't know expand on that a little bit like what that means like what I should be expecting are there solutions do you want estrogen I don't know what you're talking I don't know what that means I clearly know nothing about my own body because perimenopause came as a huge surprise that that was even a thing what makes you think I know about estrogen? I've never even seen my vagina. You know what else they don't tell you? That your pubic hair is going to go gray. But you know what? That, yep, that's right. You've been warned. The world is full of things that they don't tell you about. And it's incredibly frustrating when you find yourself trying to understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And you're right. Mental health in general, like mental health... It's great that we're talking about it more, but we're just beginning to explore the nuances of being female-bodied or male-bodied and how, I mean, we were just talking to Kat Bohannon about, you know, how women's bodies evolved and how that has impacted all of us. And one of my biggest surprise takeaways from that was even antidepressant medication was never tested on women. 
before it was put on the market. And yet, like, how does that impact us? How does that I mean? How does our hormonal makeup, how does our, when our hormones change after having babies or when we're getting pregnant or just every fucking month and everybody's body is different. Some people respond to having children hormonally in much bigger ways than others. You know, I just, again, sit around in a room and ask each other what their periods are like. And you're like, oh, that is horrible. Or, wow, I know you're not doing that at me, right? <laughs> like, and the same goes for perimenopause and menopause itself. And I appreciate this call because it gives us a chance to talk about it some more, even though what we're talking about isn't necessarily educational or informational or in any way like helpful other than not being caught off guard, right? We all, no one wanted to be caught off guard by the pooping in the tub. And I, I think it's, the more we talk about it, the more we may demand more information. And you were like, I'm going to go fix this for myself. You don't have to fix this by yourself. Okay. This is not advice. This is just, this is more encouragement to ask more questions and keep asking until you are satisfied that you have been given all the information. We all should be doing that. I mean, ah, it is frustrating. It is rant worthy to feel like the world assumes you know what you're going through and you're assuming that there is some professional somewhere who knows what you're going through only to discover that not every professional does and to discover that you actually did. That was the biggest disappointment when I was like, I don't, I have zero idea how to parent. I don't like, I don't know what to do with this baby. I don't know what to do now that they're older. I don't know what to do with myself. I don't know. Uh, 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 right. And the more we talk about it, the more I hope it gives us all the courage to ask more. I don't even care if they're better questions. Just ask more questions. Just more and more and more. And I love that it could be both. Probably is. Because fuck. <laughs> Here's the bottom line. You are doing a great job. And having two kids in your house, because that's what it sounds like. You have a new kid in your house. That can be a lot on its own. And then having postpartum anxiety or depression is on its own incredibly hard perimenopause it is also incredibly hard so all three of those things absolutely can make you feel like you don't know what you're doing which way you're going what's up and what's down and I just want you to know that that may be true but what is also true is that you are remarkable and you are doing a good job and I see you and you are 100% not alone. In fact, that's what I want to tell all of you guys. You're not alone. Whatever you think, like the most insane thing happening in your house, even, even when it's bad, you are not alone. Okay? And 
there are people and communities out there. Sometimes you got to poke around the community hornet's nests a few times before you find one that's the right fit. Your people, as Cheska was saying, but they are out there and, and it's all a lot and different at the same time. What's a lot for one person can be not a lot for somebody else. And that's, that's okay because no one's doing it at each other or at you. So give yourself the grace, give the people next to you some grace and just remember you are doing a good job. And I will talk to you next week right here tripping over the low bar. And we got to order new stools again, Gabe. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Bunn, our producer, Gabe Mara, my husband, Stephen Lawrence, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things. And of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Well, daddy, baby, bustin' by, got low down mama blue. Oh, said daddy, baby, bustin' by, got low down mama blue. Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network. Of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.